is the only bank devoted exclusively to entrepreneurs, and we're committed to the success of women entrepreneurs and majority women-owned companies across Canada. As a proud partner of the Thrive Podcast, we're here to help you start, grow, or scale your business. Find out more at bdc.ca forward slash women today. Scotiabank is proud to co-present the Thrive Podcast for Women Entrepreneurs. Through the Scotiabank Women Initiative, Scotiabank aims to help advance women-led businesses with access to capital, education, and mentorship. To learn more, visit scotiabankwomeninitiative.com. listening to the Thrive Podcast on the Startup Canada Podcast Network, where we help women entrepreneurs to start and build thriving businesses. On the Thrive Podcast, we connect you with leading experts, entrepreneurs, and organizations that provide capital, mentorship, training, tools, and other support to help you make your vision a reality faster. This podcast is a production of Startup Canada, Canada's entrepreneurship organization, and is presented in partnership with the Business Development Bank of Canada and Scotiabank. I'm your host, Kayla Isabel, Executive Director at Startup Canada. Welcome to the show. We are thrilled to have Manuela Barsanas on our show today. Manuela is a digital marketer at Fellow.app, a company building a platform that empowers managers and their teams to work better together. She joined the company in 2018 to lead Fellow's marketing and grew the company's reach to thousands of leaders in more than 50 countries through content marketing initiatives such as newsletters, articles, templates, videos, guest posts, and speaking at events. In this episode of the Thrive Podcast, Manuela shares some of the most important marketing lessons she's learned in the process and how to build a thriving team. Lessons about authenticity, social psychology, and building a brand that focuses on helping people. Welcome to the show, Manuela. Thank you for having me. This is super exciting. I am thrilled to dive in. So um, if we think at the end of this conversation, what's the one thing that you want women entrepreneurs to take out of our chat today? Yeah, one thing that I hope people listening to this podcast will take away is that even if you don't know much about marketing at the moment, or even if you don't have a background in marketing like myself, you can learn so much about about marketing just by testing new ideas and surrounding yourself with the right mentors uh, and role models. I think we're so lucky to live in a day and age where there's so much content and so much knowledge out there and it's free uh, for us to use it, right? Fantastic. And so tell us about Fellow. Where did it originate and what really attracted you to the organization? Yeah, so Fellow is a software platform that helps leaders and their teams have more effective meetings and exchange ongoing feedback. Mm-hmm. And there's actually a really cool story behind it. So our founders, Aidan, Sam, and Amin, uh, created a company while two of them were still in university. That company oh, wow. was called Fluidware. Um, and then they grew the company to 100 employees. And like many entrepreneurs, they were learning about business on the go, right? So like when they wanted to learn about sales, uh, they downloaded tools such as Salesforce and learned about funnels. Then when they wanted to learn about marketing, tools such as Marketo and HubSpot would help them learn some marketing uh, words and terms, right? Such as click-through rates and open rates. All that good stuff. All that good stuff that marketers marketers like. Uh, The problem was when they were figuring out how to be a good manager, they always wondered, why isn't there a good app out there that just by downloading, downloading it, it teaches you how to be a great leader? Um, so then uh, Fluidware got acquired by SurveyMonkey, a giant in the 
survey space. Uh, and Sam, Amin, and Aiden started managing hundreds of people under them. So they learned a lot about what it takes to manage a team. And after a couple of years at SurveyMonkey, they decided to start their another company, and that's Fellow. So they uh, their goal is to create a product that helps managers just be better leaders. And, and what attracted you to the organization? Yeah, that's a great question. So I've always been very passionate about leadership and management. Mm. So in university, for example, I attended a, a lot of leadership conferences and mm. spoke at them. I also led the Latin American Association on campus. Oh, wow, great. Uh, so I've always been passionate about leadership. Uh, but then uh, another thing that attracted me to Fellow was that I think having a great boss can really impact the way you feel about your job. Mm. So if you if you like your boss, if you have a good relationship with your boss, you'll eventually feel feel great about going to work every day, right? Um, so the way I see it is, if we are empowering thousands of managers to be better leaders with this platform and with, and with the content that we produce, we're actually impacting the lives of thousands of people mm. that report to these managers because now we're making work more enjoyable for them. Mm. So that's something that really attracted me to the organization. I love that. And so what did, lessons did you learn? So you were the first marketer at Fellow. Um, so as the first marketer at a startup um, and as one of the first employees of an organization trying to scale up, what was your what was your experience in that space? <laughs> well, it's been a roller coaster. Yeah, I can imagine, sure yeah. <laughs> if, if you ask anyone that has worked at a startup, a scaling startup, um, they will tell you that it's a roller coaster. Mm. But roller coasters are fun. For some people, not for everybody. <laughs> um, so yeah, I would say I've learned like three key lessons mm. by being the first marketer at Fellow. Um, the first one is that everyone at a startup company needs to have an entrepreneurial mindset. And our CEO always says this, like everyone here is an entrepreneur. Why? Because even though I'm not the founder or CEO of the company, I'm always the one coming up with new ideas for mm. our marketing strategy. I'm always the one looking up uh, what other companies are doing. So it's this like entrepreneurial mindset, mindset that you need to have when you work at a startup company to test what's working, what's not working, and uh, also take risks, right? Mm. Entrepreneurs take risks every day. And as one of the first employees in a startup company, you need to be willing to experiment with new ideas and take a lot of risks. Yeah. Um, the second lesson I think I've learned by being the first marketer at Fellow is that, um, as I said earlier, one of the best ways to learn and succeed is to surround yourself by great mentors and great mm. role models. So I actually went uh, to school for journalism, not, not marketing. So when I joined Fellow, I didn't know much about all these like terms that we were talking about, like click-through rates and open rates and uh, ads, yeah. um, digital marketing, right? Um, but by surrounding myself with mentors and role models, I've learned so much. And those mentors don't have to be in your own city. Like these could be mentors that you follow on social media, people that you follow, uh, like newsletters, mm. podcasts. Like nowadays we can get information from like the best marketers out there just by subscribing to their content. So that's my second lesson. Just like there's no better way to learn than by surrounding yourself and uh, consuming content from people that are actually doing that that work. And then the third lesson that I've learned by working at Fellow as one of the first um, people there is that uh, you need to be adaptable and have a learning mindset, a learner mindset, right? Uh, 
I joined Fellow uh, back in 2018 and I was wearing a lot of hats. So my role initially was like a hybrid of like customer support and marketing. And then I started writing content. And nowadays I manage like our newsletter, our YouTube channel, our social media accounts. So you just need to have a learner's mindset and be adaptable because like things change so fast at startups. And I'm sure people listening to this podcast know startups are very fast paced environments. Mm. <laughs> That's an understatement. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, and, and so how have you found um, working in a startup space for an entrepreneur? Um, how, what has that relationship been between you and sort of the visionary behind uh, the Fellow app? Well, uh, the relationship between the founders and the, em the employees, I think it's honestly working at a startup is one of the best ways to learn how a business works and mm. uh, learn what it takes to start a business. So I actually found Fellow through a program called Venture for Canada. Shout oh, yeah. out to them. Great. <laughs> um, and what they do is they introduce recent graduates to startup companies in Canada. And their mission is that by... By helping people find jobs as, jobs at startup companies, these people will eventually one day start their own businesses. Mm -hmm. Why? Because they're learning all these entrepreneurial skills by being one of the first employees at startup companies. Mm -hmm. So yeah, shout out to Venture for Canada. And going back to the question, I think just like hanging out with these entrepreneurs every single day just makes you like, helps you learn so much about entrepreneurship and what mm -hmm. it takes to start a business. It's been an awesome experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, we're surrounded by great mentors at Fellow. Like uh, Aiden has been an amazing mentor. Uh, Amin and Sam as well. And then when Joel joined the team, he's our head of design. Like everyone there has been so uh, approachable and awesome to work with. And I've learned so much from them. Mm. And I love that the language that you're using is mentorship. That they are, have been incredible mentors to you, not just bosses or employers, um, but that the, that relationship goes deeper and that the, they see growth in you, um, which is an incredible opportunity for you. And and you know traditionally on our Thrive Podcast. We have co-founders or, or, um, or support organizations sort of speaking on behalf of their companies, but to get this perspective on the other side uh, and then to learn so many of the lessons that you're learning in, in the day-to-day -day is, is really awesome. So thank you, Manuela. That's awesome. <laughs> Fantastic. So tell us about your marketing strategy. So I think these are really practical skill sets for entrepreneurs um, to receive because not everybody has um, you know, a communications or marketing background, and it can sometimes feel like a very overwhelming um, area of your business if you've never had that experience before. So how did you build a community reaching thousands across 50 countries um, in such a short amount of time? Yeah, so our strategy focuses on producing content that is very high quality and helpful. So from the very beginning, when we started producing the first blog posts, we made it a goal to always quote the best management books, the top resources in management, and the experts in the space. Why? Because we wanted people to know that we're not making all these things up. Mm. We, we are just doing a lot of research and spending a lot of time uh, researching on these topics. So I think that is like the, the pillar of our strategy, like always like, helpful and high quality content. Um, so it started with the blog where we posted one article every week. So our first topic that we decided to write about was one-on-one -on -one meetings because our, our product uh, lends itself to, uh, it helps managers have more effective one-on-one -on -one meetings with their direct reports. Uh, so every week I would write about the benefits of one-on-one -on -one meetings. How often should you have one-on-one -on -one meetings? All the questions that a manager could have about one-on-ones. Mm -hmm. And I think this is something very applicable for people listening to the podcast because if, if you sell a product or there's one topic that your audience really cares about, what you can do is uh, divide that topic into many questions that people could have mm. about that product or that topic. So for us, it was one-on-ones. So we started writing about 
everything you could imagine about one-on-one meetings. Like, how long should they be? Where should they take place? Mm-hmm. What questions should you what ask? What are the outcomes of the yeah, one-on-ones? So yeah. many things you can talk about. Um, so then after a couple of months, we had all these blog posts and we compiled this content into our first ebook. So it's called The Art of the One-on-One Meeting. Mm. Uh, and it's a 90-page ebook that compiles the best advice uh, on how to have a one-on-one. So it's something that you can do if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a marketer, uh, just like If you've been writing content for a long time on the same topic, something you can do is compile that content into an ebook. Mm. So then people have to give you their emails to download that ebook. Of course, we give it out for free because our goal is to help managers. Um, but then you can reach out to those people in the future, right? And you and you build an email list for your newsletter and, mm. and things like that. So yeah, that's how our marketing strategy started with like really helpful content. We created our second ebook after months of writing these blog posts. And this strategy has worked really well for us. So now we're working on launching our second ebook uh, in mm-hmm. February of this year um, with the same process, right? Like writing content and then compiling that content into an ebook. And apart from the blog content, we've started to uh, leverage other channels. So we saw that people were really interested in these topics, like one-on-one meetings, how to run a team meeting. Uh, So we started the manager TLDR newsletter, for example, where we share those insights. Uh, We also started a YouTube channel um, called The Weekly Dose for Managers. And now in uh, 2020, we're super excited to be launching our podcast, which is going to be called Super Managers. So as, as you can see, our content strategy has evolved. But I think the, the main strategy has always been to produce really high quality and helpful content that answers people's questions. What are, what are people asking about one-on-one meetings? What are people wondering about team meetings? Um, so yeah, we just want to help people with those questions. And I love the spirit of um, recycling and leveraging existing content. I think that's a great lesson to entrepreneurs, especially in that when they go down um, th- with their communication strategy, you don't have to reinvent everything every time you want to, uh, you know, build social media content or build um, a, a, a resource guide or PDF of some type that you're going to be offering value to your community. I think leveraging what has already be already been built um, and then repackaging it, redistributing. That's a fantastic idea. Yeah. That's that's a great, a great uh, point. And that's what we're doing with our YouTube channel Mm. and our newsletter, right? So if you have content that you're already producing, uh, just like repurpose it, make videos, just like explaining what the blog post is about. uh, And then like repurpose that content in a newsletter. There are so many ways to repurpose your content, graphics, uh, infographics, right? So yeah, we're just getting started. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I'm sure like in the next couple of months, our content will like... 10x. <laughs> Fantastic. Looking forward to following or following, following along. along. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what was it like to build a brand from scratch? I think that's something that entrepreneurs really struggle with that, you know, at the inception of their organization, they might not be entirely clear about what um, will evolve and come out of their, their company. Um, they have their current mission and vision and, and what they're trying to accomplish. Um, how do you build a brand and brand equity and, um, and really start from scratch in that space? Yeah, I think that the most important thing is to have a clear uh, goal like what's what's mm. your what's your mission as a company right so at fellow since day one we've always known that our mission is to help managers be better leaders mm-hmm. yes that's it uh, mm-hmm. so yeah. starting with that mission it was very easy for me to start building a brand around this idea right and I think the most important thing that you can do when building a brand is to build trust from day one so that's why it's so important nowadays to produce really high quality content uh, uh, so people like 
start to read it and get to know your brand even before they think about buying your products right like there's so much content out there and so many ads like telling us about new products that I think nowadays the most important thing is to build trust with your audience and be authentic and show them like there's people behind this brand like look uh, we care so much about this mission uh, we want to help you and then eventually those people that know you through your videos your content your blogs your ebooks will hear about your product and then may, may buy but yeah I think the most important thing is to have a clear mission uh, build trust from day one be genuine so like show uh, the people behind the company so I think two companies that are doing a great mm. job at this that I follow and love their marketing uh, are Drift uh, it's a company uh, located in Boston um, and then Gong.io uh, they're awesome at marketing I think because they they record so many videos and they show like what it's like to work there what it's like to use their products but from a very human perspective and that has been very inspiring for us for and for the fellow brand like we want to show that we really care about this mission and that there's real humans behind this mission I love that that the approach of fellow is is really focusing on a, a human centered approach to things uh, and especially the management relationship um, you know is a very sensitive relationship with staff staff need such different things there's different personality types um, different types of working styles how you give feedback um, really needs to be tailored to, to all of your different staff and especially in an entrepreneurial context um, some of the demands can be exceptionally high so um, I think it's a really high stake relationship and, and needs to be um, invested in really intentionally so apps like this I think provide a really great space to honor um, th that relationship building and keep us on track that, that things are moving forward yeah and I think that's something that entrepreneurs should keep in mind is that it's never too early to start building these relationships with your employees. So for example, one-on-one -on -one meetings. Like I know a lot of companies implement one-on-one -on -one meetings when they're maybe about 50 people, like when they have 50 employees or when they're larger, right, organizations. But it's never too early. Like at Fellow, we started having one-on-one -on -one meetings with our managers since like there were like six employees in the company. And like they've helped me so much. Like now I feel like I have a relationship of trust with my manager where I can give him feedback whenever I, I think that he needs feedback and he gives me feedback as well. But I think the main reason why is because we've had these recurring meetings every week where we just talk about our challenges, our priorities, and that has really helped us build this relationship of trust. So, um, yeah, going back to what you were saying, I think it's never too early to start building these great management habits. Mm. So if there is like entrepreneurs out there listening to this and they're wondering if it's too early to start meeting with their employees and talk about challenges and you know, feedback, I think it's never too early. Mm -hmm. And I love that that component of the app uh, that we're looking at at Startup Canada. We are using Fellow, mm -hmm. which is fantastic. And I, I, I love um, that we're connecting on so many different fronts with this. But with uh, that consistent feedback loop, um, that it's not just giving feedback manager to staff, it's also staff to manager. And that that spirit of constant feedback and constant improvement is so important. Um, and developing that, uh, what you could call kind of thick skin from day one that, you know, you will be uh, approached after you do a presentation. And, and I think you should welcome feedback and say, you know, what are areas that I could have done differently? Or um, how did this meeting go? Do I feel like uh, we hit the hit the mark? Or should that have been an email or <laughs> that type mm -hmm. of feedback loop? Um, I think that spirit in, in organizations, really, we need to move more in that direction of developing that constant uh, mechanism. And I think Fellow is a great place to start with that for sure. Exactly. Yeah, we recently published a blog post uh, named... Uh 
how to build feedback into your team's mm. DNA. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly what you're saying. Like feedback shouldn't be scary and feedback shouldn't only be uh, exchanged during performance reviews, right? So managers wait for quarterly or even annual performance reviews to give feedback. But as you're saying, if you if you start asking for feedback about your meetings, about presentations, about projects, about processes. So for example, if in your organization the marketing team collaborates with the sales team, you could ask the other team, like, hey, like, how's this collaboration mm-hmm. going? Like, what would you change? How would you improve it? And then asking those questions will make feedback less scary for mm-hmm. everyone in the company. And then when it comes to like maybe giving your employees feedback during your one-on-one meeting, they won't see feedback as something that is like personal and scary. It's more like feedback is a way to grow mm-hmm. and you need feedback to, to get better every day. So if you show them that you care about their feedback when it comes to like company processes, meetings, all these things, then they also uh, see feedback as something valuable for their personal growth. Yeah, and th- I love that depersonalization of the feedback, that it's within the spirit of growth and everybody is treated the same, that if everybody gets feedback at all of these different junctures, it's not just I'm getting negative feedback because I did something wrong. It's it's kind of baked into the internal culture. We all get feedback. Yeah, exactly. As it, and we should all get feedback <laughs> at every juncture. Fantastic, I love that. Um, so let's talk about collaboration and, and empowerment in teams. How does Fellow help entrepreneurs to connect and strengthen their teams as as a unit. Mm-hmm. So one of the main problems that we found when we were, you know, building the app is that people spend so much time in meetings mm. and a lot of mm-hmm. these meetings don't have clear takeaways. People come unprepared. Uh, we lose so much time in meetings. Uh, so Phil helps entrepreneurs and managers uh, Maintain the habits of great leaders. So, for example, show up prepared to all your meetings. Uh, Have one-on-ones where you ask employees about their work-life balance, their priorities, their challenges. And as you were saying, exchange ongoing feedback. So, fellow helps you uh, ask for feedback about your meetings, about projects, about yourself. And it reminds you to do these things. So, our goal with fellow is really to create like this manager's assistant. Almost like that's why we call it a manager's manager's co-pilot. Because fellow reminds you to do all these things that you might forget and especially if you're an entrepreneur like you're so busy you don't often think about these things but because fellow is there because we have a meeting section and then a one-on-one section and then a feedback section it's almost like a reminder of like oh I should be doing all these things you know so going back to that conversation about like when you're in sales and you use Salesforce you learn about you know all these concepts Fellow helps you learn about all the things you should be doing as a manager just by downloading the app, right? Yeah. It's like we're telling you, hey, you should be preparing agendas for your meetings and you should be having action items after every meeting and assigning those action items to someone. And for your one-on-ones, you shouldn't be talking about status updates or like uh, deadlines. The things you talk about in your one-on-ones are more like, hey, can I help you with anything? What are you struggling with? What are your priorities right now? Uh, How are you finding your work-life balance, right? So Mm. we have an awesome suggested uh, questions section in the app that helps managers and also their reports come up with these questions in case like you need some inspiration and we also have some templates in the app that helps that help you get prepared for your meetings. So for example, if you run a marketing meeting or a sales meeting, there are specific templates for those, those meetings. Um, yeah, there are specific templates for those meetings. Um, so you don't have to like spend a lot of time planning your, your one-on-ones and your team meetings. Yeah. 
And that's so key, especially I, I and I imagine, you know, solopreneurs making their first hire. This is a great opportunity for them to build their management style, but be supported with this great infrastructure that makes it seem less daunting that, you know, you're you're managing a lot of other competing demands and priorities and, and stressors um, throughout this entrepreneurial journey. So if you're prompted and supported and given these templates and mm-hmm. ideas, at least you're not working from a blank piece of paper. Yeah. And it's not just the software, right? It's like the content, like uh, you're joining a community of managers. So there are thousands of managers that subscribe to our newsletter. And our goal for this year is to like start, you know, like introducing those managers to each other and and find a way to like uh, encourage them to help each other. So, yeah, our goal this year is to really uh, build this community of managers that will eventually like empower and help each other. That's great. And that's so it's definitely missing. I, I think that from what I can see in, in my from my perspective, that you see, you know, young professionals or people entering their careers, there are these groups and associations and network um, sort of spaces for them to connect senior leadership as well. You see those types of spaces, but the manager level seems to be <laughs> this interesting area that hasn't really been developed yet from a community building perspective. Um, and from the, uh, the entrepreneurial community, um, building in, uh, you know, a manager at the beginning uh, stages of of their journey might look different than than later, um, but I think there's there's a lot of room for um, community building in that space. Yeah, we're super yeah. excited. Yeah, likewise. So, what advice do you have for our entrepreneurs on daily and weekly habits um, that they can build to create really strong and thriving uh, team culture within their organizations? Yeah, so we spend a lot of time reading uh, management, leadership, and productivity books at Fellow. It's one of my favorite parts of my job. I'm I get to I read like, those things. I'd like to be involved. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I think one of my favorite habits that I've learned came from the book "The Making of a Manager," um, uh, and in the book, Julie Sow says that you should be spending 20 minutes every morning preparing for your meetings. So if you're a manager, if you're a leader, you probably have a lot of meetings during the day. But one thing you can do to save time and really be productive and make sure you're making the most out of your meetings is spending like 20 minutes in the morning with your cup of coffee uh, preparing an agenda for those meetings. So that's one habit I think people could acquire and it can change the way you know you run your organization just by being prepared for your meetings. The second one is if you have a recurring meeting, let's say you have a weekly team meeting, uh, just create an agenda, a template for that meeting. And for example, in Fellow, you could just set that template and forget about it, right? So like every week, your teammates can just add talking points to that template, like under each heading of the template. But as a manager, you don't have to worry about, oh, like uh, I need to go on Google Docs and create this template. Or I even had bosses in the past that would print the agenda and then the teammates would only, I would only know what we were covering at the meeting the moment that I went, that I joined the meeting, right? But it's so important to create a template, let people collaborate on, with talking points. And this is beneficial for many reasons. So at Fellow, we found that um, collaborating on an agenda before your meeting really empowers the quieter employees to speak up. Because sometimes at meetings, some people don't like raising their hand or speaking up. But if there's an agenda with talking points, people feel more empowered to add their own talking points and then ask questions and speak about about issues that they have. Um, So that's one of the main benefits and also saving time, right? Like if you have a template, you don't have to worry about it. You just know that your employees, your direct reports will add their own talking points to that template every week. Amazing. And can I ask, what do you think is the biggest mistake that managers are making that you're seeing throughout your conversations with different managers? Well, I think not 
tracking action items from their meetings. We, we, we talk to a lot of uh, managers and leaders, and some of them are still like attending meetings and leaving those meetings without a clear idea of what's going to happen next. And I, I can't believe we still have this problem, right? It's so simple. Yeah, it, it's, you know, it's not some <laughs> some philosophical error, you know, something else that's shifting. It's just Like you leave a meeting items. and then you're like, uh, okay, so who's supposed to do what? Who's on first? Yeah, who's doing what? And, and that's, yeah, such a, and, and a, a massive waste of time, I think at the end of the day that if we are constantly going through these cycles and I've definitely been guilty of it myself as well um, that you feel so busy you frantically go into a meeting and then you're frantically leaving and then you have four or five other meetings that day you lose all of these great nuggets and, and it's not an effective use of our time and I think related to this is I think some people like over schedule mm. meetings like they have, they have so many meetings on their calendar and I think something that fellow like some feedback that we've gotten from our users is that Fellow helps you avoid this because if there's no agenda for a meeting, then you don't need to attend that meeting. There's no reason why that meeting should be in your calendar. So a lot of our users still tell us if there's no agenda, there's no meeting, right? So it's nice. a good way to like reduce a the amount parameter. of meetings that you have. I like that. Um, so how can our entrepreneurs learn more about Fellow and see if it's a good fit for their business? Oh yeah, we'd love for you to uh, come to our website, check check out like what we have to say and our product. So our website is fellow.app. Uh, you can also subscribe to the Manager TLDR newsletter. So our newsletter for busy leaders at fellow.app slash newsletter. And of course, you can follow us on social media. We're always posting relevant content about management and leadership. So you can find us as fellow app on Twitter and fellow.app on LinkedIn. Fantastic. Well, I have been tuning in already <laughs> and been following close along. So what's next for you and for fellow? What are the next big plans for 2020? Well, I'm very excited uh, because Erin Blasky, she's a very influential person in the Ottawa, and I would say Canada, Canadian mm -hmm. startup community. She's joining our team next week. Very exciting. Yeah, she's joining next week. And she has a lot of experience in community building, and we're super excited to have her on board. I'm very excited to work with her to, as I said before, build this community of managers that support each other. And we're going to start running events, running meetups, webinars for, pe for people that can't attend those events, but really creating a community where managers support each other. Fantastic. And on the actual Fellow app, are there any things that, um, that people can sort of look forward to seeing um, from the actual app perspective? There are a lot of great features coming up this year. Our engineering team is amazing. I want to give them a shout out because they actually are really talented individuals and we're super lucky to have them. And uh, for what's next for Fellow as a company, uh, what we want in 2020 is that we want Fellow to be the first thing that managers and leaders think about when they're looking for help to improve their management skills, right? So whether it is uh, with our software uh, or our content, our podcasts and our resources. So when people think about management, we want them to think about Fellow. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the Thrive Podcast today, Manuela. This was a blast. This was awesome. Thank you for having <laughs> no me, problem. Kila. Thank you. Thank you for joining us this week on the Thrive Podcast, where we help women entrepreneurs to start and build thriving businesses. Thank you to the Startup Canada production team, BDC, and Scotiabank for helping us to power women entrepreneurs. Visit startupcan.ca forward slash women to download the playbook Resources for Women Entrepreneurs with a comprehensive list of support for you and your business. Visit startupcan.ca for the latest episodes of the Startup Canada podcast hosted by Matthew Curtis and plug in to the Startup Canada network. Until next time, I'm Kayla Isabel. It's time to thrive.